Hey, you guys. Ah! Oh, my gosh. It's been so long. Y'all, what's up? <laughs> okay, let me do the right. Let me do the proper intro. Here we go. Hey, guys. Welcome to It's Black and White. It's your girl, Brianna Bell. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back, friends and family. I'm so glad you guys are here. I just want to thank you guys for your patience. Thank you for your understanding. Oh my gosh, y'all. I didn't even realize. I just checked. I was like, when's the last time I did this? I'm thinking it was like two or three weeks. Y'all, it was over a month. A month and one, two, three, four. Four days to be exact. Crazy. But let me catch y'all up. Well, first let me open up a prayer. I'm gonna catch you guys up. So first off, Father, we come before you. We pray, God, that you will cover this uh, this podcast, Father. You will cover this episode, not only cover it, cover it, but God, that you will be in the midst of it, Father. I pray that you will lead it, that it will go exactly the way that you want it to go. Father, God, use me as your vessel. God, speak whatever it is that is on your heart. God, um, I, yeah, I humble myself before you and your people. I literally decrease so that you can increase, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray over every single person who is listening, God, every single person under my voice, God, cover them, Father God, with the blood and bless them, Father God, in any area that they are in need of, Father. In Jesus' name, we just cancel lack in every area of their life. We cancel lack in Jesus' name, God. I am so excited. And again, Lord, just have your way. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Y'all, how are y'all doing? Oh my gosh, I missed you guys. I've been on YouTube. I've been a little more active on that. And uh, he told me to wait this week to do my podcast. So last week, was a, there was a lot of stuff going on. And so I knew that I had to give the word on YouTube, which I really didn't want. I wanted to do everything this week, but... God's orders, right? Whatever he says is what goes. So I'm here with my podcast family now. Hi. <laughs> so let me catch you guys up. So September, y'all, last month, that month, I don't know if y'all were with me. It was a healing month. I, it was deep, deep healing. Like I felt like I was under surgery. Like I went under several surgeries because it was like God was showing me something that I needed to work on or heal from, right? I'm like, okay, cool. I'm master that. I want to like hit the ground running. Like, okay, let me get back to my people, like to you guys. He's like, nah, there's more. So it was a really hard uh, <clears throat> few weeks for me. I cried. Um, I cried a lot. Um, I was angry. I was really feeling it. And that's something I want to encourage you guys. When God is purging you, it is going to feel like you're depressed. It is going to feel like you're crazy, right? But it's literally a, a wrestle between your flesh and your spirit man. Your spirit man wants everything that God wants and your flesh is like, no, we want to do what we want to do. So it's going to feel like, ugh, like that's the best way I could describe it. It's just like, ugh. and it could be overwhelming. It could be overwhelming. But the important thing is that you ride through it and you ride through it with Christ. Try not to just be all in your head because the enemy's voice is very loud when we're vulnerable. Like he's a punk. He always comes for us when we're at we are at our lowest. But then when we on a high and we are filled with the Holy Ghost or 
Should I say the Holy Ghost? Like I'm saying when you're on fire, right? When you well, for me, when I'm on fire and prayer and all that, the enemy is silent. Like nowhere to be found. But then when I'm in the healing and all that stuff, then here he comes, like trying to tell me, like, oh, you're not good enough and you might as well stop and this is why you're here. You ain't nothing. Like he just be running his mouth. Anyway. So <clears throat> God was healing me. Um, let me see. If I go through my journal, I was trying to be prepared. Like I had some notes and I was just very vague. I just put deep, deep healing. But if I like just go through my journal, I'm trying to find like the September, like when I when I stopped uh recording with you guys. Let me see. Ah as I look, I'll just keep talking. But <clears throat> God was just Y'all, it 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 was a lot. I I hope you guys went through it just like me. I hope you guys and what I mean is not the the hurting part, but more so of the detoxing because it's so needed. It is so so needed because when God what God has for us, like we don't want to sabotage it. And you got to think about it. God is a God of order. He's not gonna give us something we're not ready for. Period. So if I'm looking through my notes. What I remember is God was really just teaching me who I am and knowing my authority. Y'all, my voice is tripping. Hold on. Knowing my authority in the spirit realm, right? Not feeling like inadequate because I promise you, people will make us feel like that. Even like, I don't think people do it purposefully. I mean, there are some evil people, but I feel like, when people are used and they don't know that they're used, it's like they they drop seeds of doubt, right? And it it may not bother you right off the, the rip, but then, you know, that little lingering voice is still there kind of thing. So it was like he was dealing with things like that because honestly, just if I were to think about it, I wouldn't think that it bothered me. Like, I didn't think it bothered me until God showed me. But God was dealing with me about doing things I don't feel like doing. Like he was, uh, I want to just call it self-will. I think I'm going to call it, I think it was a spirit of self-will that I w- that I'm being delivered from. And I really had to wrestle because God was dealing with me on doing things, doing things that I don't feel like doing. Like he wants me to do what I don't feel like doing. And he wants me to stop doing the things that I feel like doing. Like, I feel like being petty. I feel like holding on to unforgiveness. I feel like being in my feelings, right? And bowing to my emotions. Like, well, this person did this and justifying how I feel kind of thing. And then the things that I don't feel like is, you know, getting up at such and such time to pray or worshiping more than praying. I love reading the Bible and that's that's because I had to work past it. But it was like things like that. He was really I feel like he's grooming me for something. I don't know what it is, but I knew that it was preparation. And like I always say y'all like God will use your current situation to grow you. But best believe if you're going through a hard time in your marriage or with finances or with family or stuff like that, it's it's bigger than that. It's not just that. He's just using it. It's almost like an instrument to grow you kind of thing. So that's where I've been. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything that I can really share. A lot of this stuff is very, very 
personal, um, like, I don't want to put too much out. Like, I don't feel led to speak on these things. But yeah, so that's what it was. And uh, also, it was a time of rest. I was able to rest in God and it was, it felt good to receive words from him and just hold on to them. Cause when I, I receive a word I'll I know like I'll receive it, I'll digest it, I'll live it out. And then I'll give you guys the word. And so it was different this time around because he wasn't having me do that. So it was like, I was feeling myself like y'all, it was like an overflow on top of an overflow. Like that's how I was feeling. It was, it was a really great experience. God was showing himself to me in even different ways. Right. Um, yeah. What else God? Yes. And I feel refreshed. I feel really refreshed. Um, I felt like he was doing a lot of healing. I said that already. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to thank you guys for your patience. So now where I am is, and I, I want to challenge you guys to do this too, like do a reflection on where you were a year ago. Even if your circumstances do not look different, I guarantee you, if you've been doing the work, you are going to look different. And so when I look at myself, where I was a year ago, you guys, my faith is like way higher in God. Um, my maturity, oh my God. <laughs> God's been having me do this thing too, like a no tolerance. Like I'm not dealing with any kind of foolishness whatsoever. And it feels like, I feel like, okay, I'm a, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> it's funny, but I really feel like I'm a grown woman. Like Y'all, I've been dealing with stuff outside of the home, like people just being stupid, people being insecure, uh, not insecure, inconsiderate, those type of things, right? Facing it every turn, every which way. And, you know, of course, we go and I go and complain and tell God and like, Lord, you know, calling out to him when he's like, don't even let it bother you. See, that's what I'm saying. I've been dealing with things that sound so simple, like just don't do it. But it's not simple when you're used to reacting. You know what I mean? You're used to without even thinking. You're used to the compulsiveness. Like that That was me. Bump, bump, bump. Like, and feeling like I needed to own these feelings where I could be like, okay, this is irritating, but I'm not going to let it move me. I didn't like that comment. I'm just not going to respond right? Smelling stuff like, and when I say smelling stuff, like I can smell the sarcasm. I can smell, you know, the demon behind the person. Like when just really just not even giving the demons my time. Like it has been amazing, you guys. And honestly, like my family have even told me, like, I see you, your growth, like things that I would usually be the first one like going off, like it's not been me. It's my family who's been complaining. They looking at me like, well, how do you feel? You're quiet. I'm like, I feel just like you guys, but it's really riding through those emotions and just not having it. Like y'all, the self-control, that is true strength. If you think about it, that is true strength. So I was in there like doing those type of things. Yes. So the Holy Spirit is telling me now too, what it was is God's been 
And maybe it's for you guys. He's been having us use muscles we've never used before. Or maybe we've used them, but not quite often. Like he's really trying to strengthen us in areas that we never had to be strong in. And that is a good thing. When God is doing that, he's literally growing you. And that's something we always want. We never want to be complacent in Christ. I was talking to a young lady on a one-on-one and she was telling me how she was feeling frustrated because when she go to God in a certain way, like he wasn't really speaking to her. She wasn't having dreams. And those are the type of things that I can tell you when I was relying on God, because that was the way um, he was speaking to me through the same way, like through my dreams and um, through prophetic words and stuff like that. He stopped. You know what I mean? And I thought, what am I doing wrong? Why am I not hearing God? And I would get frustrated when the whole time is like God is is trying to push you and urge you to seek him in a different way. You see what I'm saying? So for me, it was it wasn't really dreams anymore. I stopped having dreams, but he would start speaking to me straight out the Bible. Like when I silenced everyone's voice, like I wasn't listening to prophetic words. Um I wasn't even like looking for him in my dreams and praying for those things. It was like open the word and then boom, right? Then it went to now when I talk to God, like hearing him, like as if how I'm talking to you guys, like very audibly, like things like that. Or there was a time when it was just all numbers and the numbers through license plates or receipts or the time would be tied to a scripture. Oh, well, I guess that's still, it's still a word, but it was in numbers, right? Things like that. Like God is going to speak to you in different ways. So it's it's not even always the case of a fact. It's not always that you're not doing something right. It's just, he could be changing things. Um, what is the word? Um, yeah, he could be changing it up because God, it's not going to be the same thing all the time, all the time. He's only going to speak to you through prophetic words. Like, no, he's only going to speak to you through your dreams. No, or <clears throat> through visions. Like, no, um, something else he's been doing. Well, during the season of me being away, it was my prayer life. Wow. My prayers have increased so much. So I used to not like to pray, crazy as that may sound, as a Christian. I just did it. Like, I'll do like my, you know, Lord, I pray that you protect me and my family, that you keep us, guide us, uh, uh, bless us, Lord, and, you know, keep the enemy from us in Jesus' name, amen. Like, simple prayers, right? Then as I began to have my channel, my YouTube channel, I did a little bit more. Like I I will talk to you, like speak people's names and cover them and pray for good things in their lives, right? Then it went to God pushed me to start speaking in tongues more. And I'm like, I don't, you know, it was weird to me to speak in tongues. Like I was actually taught how to speak in tongues and found out that you're not supposed to be taught how to speak in tongues. So then I felt even more insecure and so I prayed, I asked God for new tongues. 
And the more that I did it, y'all, it was awkward. I didn't feel like it was going anywhere. Like it wasn't going past the room I was in. (laughs) I felt really like I even felt embarrassed. And that was just all my flesh, right? But I kept doing it because that's what God told me to. And do y'all know, I just be going in. like. And when I was praying to God, he gave me like a whole new tongue. In the middle of me doing what I felt like I knew to do, he changed it. It was just boom like it just hit me and I feel like that's how it's supposed to always be is you trying you doing what you know to do or whatever and then boom he just gives it to you kind of thing right so then I was like cool and then I had a sister in Christ who encouraged me to even pray more like in tongues so I did that now where God has me this is where I am currently so now um I'll start off as usual right glorifying him lifting him up but then I listen I don't pray the things that I think to pray anymore I don't pray for the things that we believe is obvious in the natural like if a spouse is gone we pray for that spouse to come back right of course that's what we want but I've learned to pray for what God wants and so what it would be is I'll be quiet or not quiet I'm praying in tongues and as I'm doing that, it's, I don't know if this makes sense, y'all, but as I'm praying, I'm listening. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like I'm doing two things at once. It's so weird, but it's like I'm listening and then God will start dropping things in my head. And it's weird because as I'm praying the things that he is showing me, it's like a projector. Like y'all know, like, like newscasts, like people who are on the news, y'all know they reading, like some of them, they're reading what to what to say so it's like that it's so crazy I've never experienced this before and so it's like he's telling me what to pray and as I'm praying he keeps going and going and I just keep praying until I that's it until he stops and I've been praying for like 30 40 minutes straight I don't I don't know it may sound like a little but that's a lot for me and I feel so I feel so purposed. I feel so used. Like, it's a great feeling. I know that I did damage. Like, or I did some blessings. Like, damage on the enemy's camp or blessings for the people who are in need of it. Like, it's, you guys, when I tell you God has been sharpening me, that's what it's been. So, I pray that has been the same for you guys. I pray that we are just going from glory to glory always like with him and just allowing him to train us, allowing him to use us, allowing him to um, heal us really and doing whatever it is he's asking us to do because that's all he wants is our participation. When we do our part, like what is I heard that I heard this with somebody, I don't know who, but they say, we cover the natural and he adds the super to the natural. So he does the other stuff like, you know, anyway. So today's word, what I wanted to talk to you guys about was Isaiah 54. Oh my gosh. So as you guys know, I've been reading the entire book of Isaiah from the very beginning. I'm now on, currently I'm on chapter 56. Yeah, I'm on 56 today. And uh, I've been taking my time because I just like to digest the word. And I've it's taken me it's taken me two or three days 
going over 54 because it is so packed with so much. Now, the whole Bible is packed, okay? The whole Bible is amazing. But right now, you guys, in this hour, Isaiah 54 is my favorite chapter in the entire Bible. And I'm going to read it to y'all or y'all read it with me. Go ahead and get your Bible. Let's go ahead and start um, Isaiah 54. I'm going to read the whole thing. It's only 17 chapters. verses not chapters 17 verses but you guys like it is oh my gosh it's finger licking good like it is slamming it is slamming like it is so bomb i'm dropping all the slangs (laughs) but really it's really blessed me so much and every time i read it it just gives me so much joy Oh my gosh i'm like lord this is it and the funny thing is y'all we know this scripture so well right um, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, right? That is in this chapter. I mean, yeah, it's in this chapter. I had no idea. Like I knew the verse, but I didn't know the verse, right? Cause I know certain verses, but I can't tell you where it is sometimes. Like I just know it like in my heart. But anyway, um, I was amazed because I've been speaking that like lately and it's been reinforced. Like God keeps confirming it through so many different prophets. Like this is it right now. Okay. So I just have to tell y'all, I have good news. That is the prophetic word today. I have good news. This is from God though, okay? God has good news. So let's uh, start in verse one. It says, sing, O childless woman, you have never given birth, right? Break out, break into loud and joyful song O jerusalem you have never been in labor for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who live lives with her husband says the lord i just want to stop right there that is just verse one god is telling us this is a time to celebrate this is a time to shout this is a time to praise him and he's talking about those who have been wanting something for so long and you have not had it I can tell you right now for me, because I always reference my marriage because this is the instrument God is using in my life right now to sharpen me, right? I feel like I've never had a kingdom marriage. I've never been loved by a man the way God loves me. And in return, I have not loved someone the way God loves me. Or I've never loved someone the way God loves them. Right. So it's something that's never been done before. Maybe you've never been an entrepreneur. Right. Or literally what the Bible is saying. You've never had a baby. You've never had a child. Right. You've never been married. Right. You think of something you have never had. You never had peace. Just pure peace. God is saying sing now because he's bringing it to you. Right. Something I've noticed if you like in the Bible, People who were in lack were the most blessed. And I think that's a scripture somewhere in the New Testament. But it always proves out to be true. It's so crazy. Even if we think of like, because the story just dropped into my head now. It's even about Jesus. Like Jesus was born in a manger, right? A manger. I don't know if I'm saying it right. But he, he is the king. He is the Lord, right? He was not in no kind of luxurious place, right? He was in a place that's like, if we think of today's age, I would equivalent to like a shack, right? Some place that's not 
very extravagant. It wasn't special. It wasn't nice. Like, you know what I mean? But he was the king, okay? We think of who? Hannah, right? Hannah, who wanted a son for so long. She cried and she pleaded with God for so long, right? And he finally gives her, um, I think Hannah had Samson, right? And wasn't he like the strongest man ever? Like, so when God blesses you, it's not going to be just boom. It's going to be more than what you asked for. We think about Abraham and Sarah. They were barren for a long time. I mean, they didn't have kids for a very long time. And if we think of the Bible, of course, God's not going to wait to bless you till you are 100 years old. Depending on your walk with God, I'll say that. As long as you're not in this, like, Israelite mentality and you are just not... You know, you in the wilderness and you you constantly complaining and you're never elevating, then of course, that would be you wasting your time. But I believe God always moves when we get into his will. Like he literally waits for us. So Abraham and um and Sarah, because back then they, they lived way longer than we live now. But me thinking of as far as how long they had to wait is just equivalent to us having to wait for something for a long time. Something you waited for so long, and I know for me it's kind of like you get to this point, like okay, God, I don't even really care if you do this or not. Like I just want to love on you, and that's the place where He wants us to be anyway. But look, Abraham and Sarah are fathers of nations, so it's not just this one child she has, right? She has many after that. Like I can't quote the scriptures right now or quote the story so much, but I just want you to. Just understand the picture that when you when you've waited for something for so long when you've been barren for so long God is not going to be like okay well here you have so much more that is tied to that thing that you've been wanting and God is saying right now praise him right now let me see I'm gonna read the note to you guys so the note, that's why I love this Bible. If you guys want to know what Bible I, I have, uh, it is the, hold on. You can find it on my YouTube channel under my description box, like I put in the notes. But this is the New Spirit Filled Life Bible. And it's a study Bible. So I love at the bottom, it has um, like footnotes that help you understand the scripture. And so the note says, the good news of the atoning work and the exaltation. exaltation of the servant is followed by uh, a command to the childless woman right to prepare for expansion of Yahweh's uh, covenant family Israel right in captivity is compared to a childless woman like this is literally us where do you feel like you are stuck in where do you feel like it is just pure oppression like you cannot get out of this thing you cannot get out of this place whatever it is right all right so it says um this is considered like an object of disappointment and scorn in the ancient world, okay? So God is saying to seeing in the face of such state could, would be a cure act, would be a cure act. For God to ask us, and I noticed that a lot, God asks us to, hmm, all right, Holy Spirit. So what's the one I'm, I'm processing with you guys? So God tends to ask us to, do things in faith first, right? Like, okay, 
you're in a, a jacked up state and he's asking for you to praise him. And we like, God, how, why would you even ask me to praise you? And you see, I'm hurting like this. Why are you asking me to praise you? And I don't even see anything like, what am I even praising for? But your praise is literally like a spiritual act, right? Um, and it's just like it is in everything else. Everything is spirit first. So your praise is you activating something in the spirit first. Right. I don't know if y'all caught that. I don't know, but it just really resonated with me. So anyway, so this is what they're, that's why they're saying it is a cure act to praise like a barren woman to praise for her child. Right. Or praise for her children. So it says here, were it not for the power of song, Isaiah's word, Isaiah's word is to deal with the childlessness through worship to enthrone God in song in order to release his miraculous provision. Literally, everything is spiritual first. How, what is the, the scripture? Matthew, is it Matthew 18, 18? For whatever we loose in heaven is loose on earth. Whatever we bind in heaven is bound on earth. What are you saying about your situation? That is what's manifesting. What are you praising? What are you doing um, even prophetic acts in, in the, uh, in the spirit, that is what's going to manifest. And I'm going to tell y'all quite honestly, it takes me, it took me a long time to get to this place. If you like me, I, I consider myself like a very hard headed person. I try not to be, but it's almost like, I, I guess I'm white. I don't know. Maybe it's a spirit, but it seemed like I got to feel it for me to know what God is saying. Right. I will be in a place for a very long time and I get to a place. Okay. Okay. God, I'm going to just do it. It could be stubbornness. All right. So I rebuke stubbornness in my life, Lord, in Jesus name. But. Hmm. I'm still processing. Sorry, y'all. But so that's what it is. Y'all, I'll be in thoughts. (laughs) Forgive me. But being stubborn, right. Over and over and over again, I finally get to the place where I just do what God says. And that's why, so I'm not judging y'all. Cause trust and believe when God would tell me, you know, thank me or thank me for your, your kingdom husband. Whenever I would say kingdom husband, that's prophetically. I am speaking prophetically because I don't even see that yet. I'm not experiencing any of it yet, right? Or guys like, bless me for your abundance. Like, bless me over your finances. My finances is like a negative in my account right now. And you want me to praise you. Well, not literally. But, Lord, I had a negative in my account. And you want me to praise you for my finances. Like, Lord, this is, it, it's hard. And it's going to come against your flesh. But I'm telling you, the word is telling you, this is what activates um, your blessing. So, anyway. I'm sorry, y'all spilled off. Verse two, it says, enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home and spare no expense. Again, these are prophetic acts, right? You're doing something before you see it. You're doing something before you see it, right? Um, Verse three, for you will soon be bursting out of the seams, right? Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. Love it. Verse four, fear not. You will no longer live in shame. 
Don't be afraid. There is no more disgrace for you. I'm going to say that again. There is no more disgrace for you. God wants me to say, do not be afraid again. Do not be afraid. There is no more disgrace for you. You will no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrows of your widowhood. You know, it's amazing. God just answered a prayer for me in this verse. It doesn't matter how many times I read this. Hallelujah. Mm. It doesn't matter how many times I read this. God speaks something different. Like he speaks to something else in my life. And I was praying to him about something yesterday. And boom, he just answered it right here. A lot of us are traumatized. We've been through so much trauma. So it's like when God does the new thing, it's like, ah, it looks the same though. I literally had a conversation. I said, God, like, I really want to trust that you're going to do this. Now understand, I believe God. Like, God, I know you can do it. But you're asking me to participate in this. And I kind of want you to do this without me. Because I'm still traumatized. Like, I felt like I've done this before and then nothing happened or something happened, but it was, it was what I didn't want to happen. So I kind of want you to just go on ahead. You know, you do this without me. You got this. Now I'm here to praise you and watch you do it. But you asking me to put my hand to something, you're asking me to do this prophetic act. And, um, as far as I know, this is result, uh, resulting nothing but negativity. God, every time you ask me to do this, it makes things worse. I don't want to do that. So just, you know, go ahead. Now, God is saying, like, fear not. You are no longer going to live in shame. And that's the thing. When God does something suddenly, it's literally without warning, right? We don't really see it coming. We can anticipate it. In the spirit, like, okay, I can feel a shift, but we can't like pinpoint when it's going to happen. Okay. But God is saying like, don't be afraid. That is, a, ooh, it was hard for me because he's literally asking me to do this right now. Like, let your guards down, Bree. <laughs> let your guards down. Mm. Like stepping out in that wa- on the water, like Peter. Stepping out on water, that's scary, okay? But God is asking you to stay focused on him and trusting that he got you, right? And I love this, you guys. We're not even going to remember what's God, what God is about to do. You're not going to remember the pain. I can tell you for me and my life has already started. There are certain things that I like, and I even talk to my kids about things that happened in the past because we reflect on what God has done and we're like... Dang, like we don't even remember how how much it hurt. I remember what I went through, but I can't remember how much it hurts, like, or how much it did hurt. Yeah, because God heals, right? Verse five, right? For your creator, oh Jesus, this is this is highlighted with a little heart because it's my favorite. Okay, verse five. For your creator will be your husband. The Lord of Heaven's army is his name. Right here we go. He is your redeemer. He is your redeemer. The holy one of Israel. The God of all the earth. 
hold on let me look up redeemer because this is the thing like when you guys read your bible this is what reading your bible looks like it's not just reading the words off the page and you skipping through certain words because you think you know what it means like i think i know what redeemer means right someone who who saves me right but sometimes you gotta go deeper hold on yes a person who redeems someone or something right like i said but then where is the um yeah i want the actual google hold on like i want the one look the sim synonyms <laughs> deliverer rescuer savior right things like that like you go and you get your the thesaurus like i'm like stuttering over my words get your thesaurus because then the word will minister to you more it will mean something to you more you'll be able to hold on to it like all right god is about to take me up out of this thing i don't know when i don't know how but i know he's gonna do it because he said it and when you pray you remind god what he said like okay lord you spoke through Bree. You said Isaiah 54. You said you were going to redeem me out of this. You said there was no more shame, Lord. You said no more disgrace, Lord. You said I didn't have to be afraid, Lord. So I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you right now. Like That's how I pray to him, okay? Verse 6, but the Lord has called you back from your grief. See, no more grief. We are done with this. How many of us, I'm tired of crying, Jesus. I'm so tired of crying. Like, understand i know that you know serving god means that you're gonna you're gonna be persecuted period we're never gonna get completely away from this but what i'm saying is it's like call me back home from the war zone jesus i just want rest i want to regroup i want to enjoy i want to like literally eat the fruit of what like i've been sowing the seeds i've been sowing which would be like the pain, the pain of what you have faced, you killing yourself, like killing your flesh, you not getting what you want, you forever turning the other cheek, you, you're not clapping back, you're not being petty, you're forgiving your enemies, right? You are showing grace on people, people who look you in your face and like, you don't deserve anything. I mean, like I always say, we don't deserve what God gave us. We don't, but these are the seeds that we also have been planting. Like, God, I've been doing what you say. Like, please, I just want rest. I just want peace. I just want the goodness. I just want even just get rid of the enemies, Lord. Just get rid of the, like, we just want that, okay? So here we go. As though you were a young wife abandoned by her husband, says the Lord. So that's it. So for the Lord has called you back from your grief as though you were a young wife abandoned by her husband, says the Lord, uh, says your God. I will say to you guys, the women who are standing in their marriage, go ahead, highlight that Isaiah 54 verse six. That is going to really minister to you. Okay, verse seven, for a brief moment, I abandoned you, abandoned you with great compassion. I will take you back. This is so funny to me, y'all. I'm going to just be personal. So when I read this verse, for a brief moment, I abandoned you. This is literally what I did to my husband. But with great compassion, I will take you back. This is, oh, let me keep going. Okay. In a burst of anger, I turned my face away for a little while. But with everlasting love, I will 
have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This verse, verse 7 and 8 was amazing to me because I was like, Lord, you feel what I feel. Like some of us are a little harder on ourselves. Like I was beating myself up because I treated my husband poorly because of my anger. I've done stuff. I kicked him out like in no kind of God's way. Like straight demonic. Okay? Because I was, I want to say pissed. Is pissed a bad word? Somebody email me and let me know because, I mean, I guess I don't want my kids to say it. Because I don't even like my kids saying shut up. But shut up to me is not like a bad word. But anyway, I was hot. Like the things that I've gone through with my husband, oh my gosh. Right? And I was like, you know, there is no human being that should be able to deal with this. Like in my mind, right? So I react so terrible. Like returning terrible for terrible. Like I'm a outdo your terrible kind of thing because I was just in so much pain. But when I looked at this and when God said for a brief moment, I abandoned you, right? In a burst of my, like in his burst of his anger, he turned his face from us for a little while. That's literally, I was like, Lord, that's literally what I did. Like, and I was amazed by that. I say all this to say like, God understands how you feel. Like it don't matter how crazy you think you feel and what you are facing we forget God knows how you feel right and even to see how God did what I did I was like okay so I'm forgiven clearly there's some understanding I definitely repented and stuff I'm not saying it's okay to to act that way but it was like God understood my frustration he understood my anger like in the pain towards my husband right Verse nine, just as I swore in the time of Noah that I would never again let a flood cover the earth. Here we go, y'all. So now I swear that I will never again be angry and punish you. Glory be to God. Verse 10, for the mountains uh, may move and the hills disappear. But even then, my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessings will never be broken, says the Lord who has mercy on you. These are like vowels that God is making to us. I'm a, I'm a wordy, like, how do I say the word? I love words. Words are so powerful to me. I think that's why the enemy uses them to attack me. But words mean things to me. And I like... I think that's why it's hard for me when people just say stuff they don't mean. I can't, like, I don't understand it. It really rubs me wrong. Like, I I mean what I say, right? Um, so when God speaks to me through his word, oh my gosh. It's like those sweet love letters, those sweet notes, like, you know, that you want from your man, right? You want your hubby or maybe you single. You want your future man to do these things. Like, God is so romantic, Okay, he is so romantic. And so these words, they really resonate with me. Like earlier, late last week, um, a woman gave me a prophetic word and she said, God is saying that I was the apple of his eye. I had to look up apple of my eye. And oh my gosh, I just melted. When, When we really see God for like that, like for real, for real, it helps us to sin less. It helps us to focus on what's important. Like, okay, I'm spilling off. But anyway, 
So verse 11, O storm-battered city, troubled and desolate, I will rebuild you with precious jewels, right? And make your foundations from lapis, I don't know that word, y'all. Verse 12, I will make your towers of sparkling rubies, your gates of shining gems, right? And your walls of precious stones. Do y'all see verse 11 and 12? God is about to upgrade you. You think about every single area in your life that needs to be upgraded. You Maybe you want an, a house. You're in an apartment, right? Maybe you're walking and you want a car. You're single. You want a husband. Let's just be natural. Like I tell people, I, I it's not just spiritual. Like I'm not just this... Oh, I love God and he's my God. I mean, he's my everything. I ask God, can I get my nails done? Lord, can you bless me with some money so I can get a new weave? I talk to him like that. He's going to hook you up. That is the God that we serve. Upgrade. What do you need? You want your teeth whitened? Boom. You want your teeth straightened? Okay, boom. You trying to lose weight, right? Get your... Your belly snatched up, whatever upgrade that you want. You want a new job. You tired of this job. You want a new job. Okay, boom. Even so, it's what I hear. You want your spouse to be upgraded. It ain't even just us. What do you want in your life? Upgraded. God is upgrading that and he's going to hook it up with precious jewels. Not literal jewels, but you think of what's, oh, what is amazing? What is beautiful to the eye? right? What is, oh my gosh, that's what you're getting. Okay. Verse 12. Um, I read that one verse 13. I got this highlighted too. The whole chapter should be highlighted. Honestly, 13, I will teach all your children and they will enjoy great peace, right? Verse 14, you will be secure under a government that is just and fair. Your enemies will stay far away. And you will live in peace and terror will not come near you. I love this. I had to like read it slow because how this ministered to me, y'all think of anything that that you need in your life. For me, the secure secure under a government that is fair and just is me wanting um a, a fair marriage, wanting my husband to be the governor like I don't have any problem being submissive to my husband I have no problem honestly I'm completely against the feminist stuff just to be real with you like I love the way God has things ordered where it's God the husband then the wife I love it I love it like for women who are having a hard time receiving that let me tell you something I like that the man is the head like he gets the the bulk of the responsibility hello like girl i'm not saying it's easy to be a wife because i mean obviously the the things that you know god has assigned to us i think everybody's assignment is gonna have something that we have to do that our flesh doesn't want to do let's just be real but i'm just saying to know that my husband is the one to lead because honestly to me it's draining to try to play both roles to be the head and then be a wife, it is completely draining. I just so much rather just focus on me, do my part. Everybody do their part so we can have a happy marriage, a whole marriage, right? That's what I want. So I love when God said that, where it's going to be secure, right? 
what women want. We want security in every area, right? To know that he got it, to even know, to be secure enough to know that I know that my husband isn't going to make decisions just because he wants to, that he is doing the work and seeking God to make sure he is governing this family right, right? That is, oh, that's beautiful. Okay, so here we go. Verse 15, um, if any nation comes to fight you, it is not, oh yeah, that's what we forgot, the peace part. Yes, and that's what I want, complete peace. Peace from every single person who is just trying to come up against me, my family and mine, my ministry. That's what you want. Just peace, God. Just scatter these people, please. <laughs> we had enough of it, right? Uh, verse 15, if any nation comes to fight you, it is not because I sent them, right? Whoever attacks you will go down in defeat. Boom. That That's that. Verse 16, I have created the blacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge and makes the weapon of destruction. And I have created the armies that destroy. And this is my favorite, 17. But in the coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed, you guys. Nothing. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord, right? That's us. Their vindications will come from me. Our vindication comes from Christ. I, the Lord, have spoken. And that's that. You guys, I love that because it's just, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. But what I love is like, he's silencing every single one. We can silence people's voices. You pray that. I silence every single thing that people are saying to me. Every curse, right? Every lie, um, every form of gossip. We silence it in the name of Jesus. And we love that God vindicates us. Something that I've noticed is... Or what I've understood is God is my judge. Not this only God can judge me thing where I'm going to do what I want to justify. Like, you can't tell me nothing. No, God is my judge, meaning he's going to weigh it out himself. So I'm going to be quiet, God. You see what it is. You see, you see my heart. You know my heart. And I'm not saying it in a way to justify. It's just like, God, like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want no kind of drama with these people. Like, I really don't want problems. I really want peace, but I understand how it looks to them. So God, I pray that you do it because you're, you're the God, you're the judge. You see, you know, the hearts, you, you know, the intentions of people. And even me, I literally pray every single day because our hearts are deceitfully wicked. So God, if I'm out of line. Right. In any kind of area, God, check me. And I mean that with everything in me because I don't want to sit up here and be just blinded by my flesh or what I think is right. Right. But then also God was showing me with the vindication part is he's my defender. I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to explain myself. Y'all, there's so much peace in just that. You're tired of defending yourself. You're tired of explaining yourself. You're tired of trying to show people that you're not who they think you are. Let God show you. Let, I mean, let God show them. See, I hope 54 blessed you guys. Maybe you guys could get something completely different than what I got. You could get something completely different, but just sit and marinate on this word and let God pour in what he needs to show you 
I love reading the Bible. That's when my kids are like, mommy, how you sit here and just read? Like, boring I said it's not because when you're not reading from this flesh part and you really reading with the spirit and you're reading to like really receive something y'all it's like something unlocks and it's really reading the bible is me having a conversation with God so it's like me and I love to talk if you haven't noticed I love to talk so that's what it is is we're talking it's not even me reading it's God talking to me it's amazing So that's all I got. This is the good news. These are the good news that God has for us. So, oh my gosh. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we just steal this word with your blood. Mm. I pray that you speak to your people the way that they need to receive it. God, whatever, um, yeah, whatever they need from the word, God, let it make sense, Father. Even if it's something that I didn't even get to say, God, or the things that I spoke and they heard something different, God, let that word minister to them. Let that word bless them. Let that word help them, God, move forward, Father, in their lives, uh, the lives that you have for us, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, let your will be done, Father God, on earth as it is in heaven. That is our prayer, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for every single person. God, I thank you for you, God. We love us some you, God. And we pray that you keep us today, God. Keep us safe, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Um, I pray, amen and amen. Y'all, whatever it is that you need, if you are in need of prayer for something and you like want to send a prayer request, go ahead and email me. Because I've just been praying so much. I look at myself kind of sideways like, girl, I would have never thought this would be you. And I literally feel, okay, yeah, I just feel like this was another calling. I mean, I think we all supposed to pray, but it's just something about what had taken place last month. It's just something unlocked and I don't even recognize this Brie. So I'm still getting used to it. So I'm willing. I'm willing. I've been praying for some of you who've been emailing me. And for those who've had the one-on-ones, y'all covered. Like, I mean, everyone's covered, but I'm saying specifically, you got a prayer request specifically, go ahead and email me. I will definitely uh, lift you guys in prayer. And as you guys know, I do one-on-ones. I think I link it. I do copy and paste. So I don't know. I think it's in this link. If it's not, check out my YouTube channel. And it's at the bottom. There's so many things that are coming forth. Ah, because God is so good. (laughs) Because God is so good. There is so much happening, you guys. God is getting us prepared. Let me just stop because I could have I could say something. I could have a whole nother word and be here for another 30 minutes. But I'm gonna let you guys go. Um, I will see you guys next Tuesday. So we are back on schedule. Okay. Every Tuesday I will give a word, God willing. And you guys keep me covered in your prayers, okay? Because I need prayer too. So I love you guys so much. Um, You guys are so amazing. And I pray that you guys have an amazing day and you experience God in his amazing glory, okay? In Jesus' name. Love you guys. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.